Where are you going to record a concert? In Lebanon. Lebanon? But is that safe? Well, it's fairly peaceful now. One is warned if shelling is to take place. It's a kind of gentlemanly war. But where exactly are you going to record the concert? In Camp Shamrock in South Lebanon with the 80th Unifil Battalion for Christmas. Uh, where exactly in the camp? Um, in the dining hall. Does it have a stage? Well, no. But the lads will build one. They're very keen. But do they have a sound system? Well, no. But it, it can be hired in a local village. They're really keen. What about lights? Do they have lights? No, no lights. But they've been known to buy bulbs and paint them. They're, they're very keen. But who's going to actually perform? Well, the lads. The soldiers? Yes, they perform. They perform for themselves all the time. They're really keen. It's not going to be easy. Yes, I do know that. Day one. We arrive in South Lebanon, having flown the day before to Beirut from London. It's a three-hour journey to the camp by army transport with the MIO, an interpreter, an armed escort. As with all things army, everything begins with a meeting. Then is the two-way seat. He'll facilitate all you require in that company. It's a company from the... Galway, Donegal, Atlone and Cork. And, and, and they're willing to take part in the concert. As always. <laughs> and the next uh, two I see is uh, Tommy Carr. Just How are you doing, Tressa? Um, I make company two I see. We're just up the road here in Adiaton. Yeah. So I think we were scheduling a programme for you tomorrow morning Wonderful. from nine until two o'clock. But if you'd like any adjustments on that, that's not... That's no, fine. Uh, anybody who's willing to audition or come along, by all means, bring mm-hmm. them along. Mm-hmm. More the merrier. And your troops are from? Uh, mostly, mostly Dublin, but uh, border units as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Probably another company. Yes. Well, I'm here, B I'm, company. Here, I'm here. I'm here. Jerry O'Malley's my name. I'm here in lieu of the B Company, Company Commander. Yeah. Um, out in Hadata. You're due out to us, I think, tomorrow afternoon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Two o'clock. Um, likewise, we'll have a schedule made up as well, and mm-hmm. we're looking at some of our acts tonight. So hopefully we'll have something entertaining for you. Uh, the majority of our troops come from <coughs> the current, the south, but we have some from the west as well, and a few from the east. Have you sussed out any talent yet? That's, that's tonight's function, oh, tonight. <laughs> tonight we'll be doing all that. I've been tasked with sort of coordinating things here in Shamrock. Um, so the plan is for Thursday night, half past seven. Now we're going for about an hour and a half. So basically what I'm, the companies are going to give me about 15, 20 minutes each, uh, plus what we'll do here in headquarters company, and... Plus, we have the band from Ganbat, the Ghanaian band. They're, they're a sort of um, a reggae-type dance band. They call them a dance band. I haven't actually heard them myself now, but I believe they're quite good. They're, they're a 15-piece band, you know, so oh, they're quite good. And plus that we're getting uh, the Fijians to send up a, a choir as well to sing a few great. Christmas carols and that. Sounds so. wonderful. Be great. So, uh, and between that and, of course, we'll have the pipe band here as well and yeah. the usual bits and pieces. So... Uh, I was hoping for whenever you wanted to have a rehearsal, uh, Tuesday was the date we were planning, I think somebody else... You see, they are very keen. The meeting goes on. Yeah. Well, the plan, the kind of broad plan for us is that we have a sort of a formal concert here from half past seven, say, to nine-ish, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, you want to record or whatever, and then, like, we'd sort of carry on then in, in formal basis in the canteen over beyond, you know? 
Maybe that wouldn't be fit for national radio. <laughs> I'm Pat Kidney, I'm the signal officer here, and I'm responsible for setting up the, the sound side, the hiring the equipment. And uh, I need to talk to yourself, I think, anyway, in the first instance as to what we, what, what exactly we need. But I've, we hired the stuff in Tara. But no, for instance, have we got a stage? Yeah, we, that's a stage being built. First, yeah. Now, lights as well. Do we have any kind of lights? We have, yeah, we have some kind of flashing lights, or, you know, coloured lights and things. Uh, yes, we do have lights. You yeah. see, we want to no, show we, that we, you out here can do a concert as good as yeah, you two yeah. or one of those. Yeah. I'd had a dream that we may have been able to record the concert outside, but not with this kind of weather. The sun is not always shining in Lebanon, as some may think. Anybody, any questions? Yes, exactly. The lengthy meeting draws to a close. So we just have a look at the program then that we're planning tomorrow. That um, we breakfast here at what? Half seven. Half seven. Yeah. And we have a briefing at eight o'clock. Day two. As with everything in the army, it's a very early start. So we set off with armed escort, flak jackets, helmets to post 616 to have a listen to the talent. It's very cold, but dry and sunny, so auditions are held outside in the post. Surrounded by the hills of Lebanon, countryside like Connemara, stony, empty, and no people at all, except an odd shepherd who looked, minded and lived, just as in the days of Christ. Hi, hi! But there's work to be done. Could we have number one, please? Thank you very much. You'd like to show me what you can do. So, could I have your name first, please? Uh, Jim McNamara. McNamara. And yeah. you come from? Limerick. Fine. And you have been performing for how long? A while now. How <laughs> <laughs> long is a while? Ah, well, I do, do karaoke at home and things like that, you mm-hmm. know. Have you performed in front of an audience before? Well, if we call a pub an audience, pub right. audience, audience. Okay. Well, well, just let me hear a little of what you can do. All right. The old hometown, it looks the same As I step down from the train Here to meet me was my mama and my papa Down the road I look and they runs merry Hair of gold and lips like cherry It's good to touch the green, green grass of home Thank you very much. That's excellent. We will let you know. Now, can we have number two, please? Now, can you tell me your name, please? Uh, Mossy Courtyman. Mossy. How are you today, Mossy? Fine, Mama. And do you like playing your guitar? I do, yeah. Entertains the lads and that, so it's good fun, you know. Yeah. When did you start playing? About the age of 13. How much does music mean to you? Uh, I love music, like, you know. It means a lot out here, like, you know, because you haven't got much else but music in the crack. Why did you start playing at 13? My father bought me a guitar there, so... Was he interested in music? No, not a note. No? Not a note. you as a performer? He just heard, thought I was a good singer, so... Good for him. So, mm-hmm. just... And you, you enjoy it? I do, like, like him, you know. Right. Well, let me hear what you can do. 
This is a song from Neil Young, it's called Harvest. Did I see you down in a young girl's town? Your mother in so much pain. I was almost there at the top of the stairs with a scream in the rain. Did she wake you up to tell you that was only a change of plan? Dream up, dream up, let me fill your cup with the promise of a man. Ask you about your singing. Have you, have you been singing for a long time? I don't know. I just done it off in pubs, my Didn't sing in the school, in the, the choirs at school. No, 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 no. Just old sessions in pubs and out here. That's but it, yet you know. your dad recognised that you had a nice voice. Yeah, so he says, any of it. I said there'd be lots to say different, you know. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. What's your name? Mick Wolf. Mick. Which you prefer to do, to sing or to play? Both. <laughs> have you been doing it a long time? I have mostly in the pub, sitting in the, in the corner, but not usually microphones. It's not my <laughs> main scene. But. Does it bother you uh, no, to be no, recorded? No, not too bad. Just a little, I suppose, with the, the crowd here behind you, you know. <laughs> it's easier to do it in front of a... Did you perform when you were at school? I didn't know. I only took it up about seven or eight years ago, you know. Just to pass the time, more or less, you know. And are you fanatic about it now? I, like, I love it in the pub, yeah. I love sitting down, you know, the ballads and that, sitting down and having a bit of crack. So what, what are you going to do? Uh, I'll do um, a Dublin song, the Strawberry Beds. And you'll play and sing? I'll play and sing, yeah. Good, go ahead then. All the fishing boats are gone From the breast of Annelifee The ferrymen are stranded on the quay Sure the Dublin dock is dying Our way of life is gone Molly, it was part of you and me Where the strawberry beds Sweep down to the liffy You kiss away the worry from my brow I love you well today And I love you more tomorrow If you ever love me, Molly, love me now In previous years I'd got to know some of the lads who sang Like Tom Curley, the army's Christy Moore and guess what? He was sick in bed. Hello, hi. Hello. I see you can get How could it? you possibly get sick on me, <laughs> you bold thing? <laughs> How are things? What's the matter with you? I have cramps in my stomach and sore throat. It's a little oh, thing that's going around, I think. Yeah. <laughs> sure. will, you, will you ever make it, do you think? I might, indeed, yeah. Listen, it's too bad. And mm. it wasn't... Dare I say something you ate? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no the grub is excellent no. out here, no, yeah. in all fairness. Yeah. You know, it wasn't something I ignored. Yeah. It was just and something it, that's going around. You know, a bottle of Armaz in there. <laughs> anyway, you, Nora examined you, did she? She did, yeah. yeah. yeah she says nice. you're okay. Yeah, she's excellent. Well, yeah. you see, your voice sounds good. Yeah, well. Like <laughs> listening to you. Yeah. We'll rest for the rest of the day. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. sure tomorrow night, I hope got. Tom won't need rehearsals anyway. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, he won't. No, she's so used to it now. I mean, I think you sang for me before as well, didn't you? That's you right, sang for me, was it twice before? Twice or three times, the 66th, I think, and the 68th. What, what are you doing out here all the time? Anyway? I don't know. <laughs> Can't stay away? 
well, I suppose a few pounds is, is, is more than... That makes the difference, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you don't take it up professionally anyway. I don't know. Christian will be raging. But Tom, <laughs> trooper that he is, was better on the night and performed very well with C Company. Day three. No news on the building of a stage. The concert is on day four. They're so keen all over the area of the 80th Battalion, so I looked to more performers. Everyone around was talking about Gloria. Gloria? Otherwise known as John Carter. Yes, a soldier doing a drag act. Well, that's different. My name is John Carter. I'm 22 years of age. My father plays guitar. He played for about 20 years. He plays in a ballad band called Wishbone. He's playing in various pubs in the city centre. And before that, my grandfather done more or less the same, played in a ballad band most of his life. Music in school was very slow. It was real. Piano lessons, choir singing, stuff like that. There was nothing really to give you a get-up-and-go sort of thing. It was just everybody was doing the same thing where I wanted to do something different something that not everybody does in school. So that morning, the teacher came in. I approached her and I said, Mrs Murphy, her name was, I remember quite well. Mrs Murphy, we need a change in the music in the class. So I approached her and I says, right, we need a change. I'm being volunteered by the class to ask you, can we do something to spice up our music class? So she says to me, what would you like to do? And I said, something different, maybe pick out a song that's popular in the charts or something like that, get people who can't play instruments and give it a go and see how we get on. So next week, off we went. Two fellas played guitars with two very good singers and it started from there. I love music, my music interests. Ever since I was a child, I've loved music. I've grew up with music. It's been in my family and it's always something I wanted to do. And to this day, I still love music and I'd like to take it as far as I can. But I'm in the army. <laughs> I choose the army for something different. The army is a steady job, it's a wage every week. For music, everybody would love to be on stage, making a fortune, doing what they do, love to do best, which is singing or playing an instrument. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen that way. The bills have to be paid. The dress-up for the concert is myself. I have to dress up as a woman. I have to wear a black miniskirt, long brown hair, a white top, and the rest of the band will be dressed up in different colour shorts, aluminous shorts, corduroy jeans, which is incredibly different for the army, where some people might say, whoa, this is different. Can you show me that, please? Hey, baby, won't you take a chance? Say that you let me have this dance, and let's dance. Hey, baby, won't you take a chance?
My name is John Hamill. I'm serving here with the 80th Battalion in Irish Bat, and uh, this is my fourth time out here, but it's only the third, I suppose you would say, that I'm kind of involved in music. Um, I was born in Dublin a long number of years ago, longer than I'd prefer to, to say, but um, my parents were both from Belfast and my father was in the army before me, so there's a kind of a tradition there. He always enjoyed music. We always had music in the house and um, I have older cousins that we used to visit on Sundays and they had Pick the Pops with Alan Freeman on the radio, BBC Two, or BBC Light programmes it used to be in those days, of course. That was back in the early 1960s, thereabouts. so there was Elvis Presley. And I think what really turned me on to music was when the Beatles hit the scene and I think the first song that I really loved was She Loves You. I do a show here on R2FM, um, which is the local radio station, uh, 8 to 10 on Thursday nights, and I call it the AO Rock Show, AO standing for the Area of Operations. I've uh, always been keenly interested in playing the guitar, but I started off playing the piano when I was about seven, and I did that for four or five years. I, I never really liked it, and I remember on one occasion um, I said, I want to play pop music, I, I, and my parents said, OK, you can play pop music. And they went out and they bought the soundtracks for The Sound of Music and My Fair Lady, which was their idea of pop music, but it certainly wasn't mine. But uh, that was that. So when we, we moved, when I was about 11, going on 12, and the piano teacher was too far away, so it was a great excuse to give it up. So that was that for a long number of years. Then, as I say, I came out here in 1983 for my second trip. And one of the lads who was coming out with me, one of my lieutenants, was um, a fellow called Vinnie Burke. And Vinnie had been in a rock band in college, uh, the band was called Routine Orders, which has a kind of a military resonance to it. And they played songs like The Adjutant Cried and so on. So I reckoned Vinnie was a bass guitarist, so therefore he must know how to play guitar. Therefore, because I don't have a great singing voice and you have to be able to do something when you're out in a place like this, I said, Vinnie, you will teach me the, how to play the guitar. So between this and that, he brought out his guitar. It was a Yamaha. Um, it was a classical guitar. And he proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that he wasn't able to play it himself. But we spent six months, the two of us, uh, attempting to play the guitar, and eventually I remembered some of my old training, and things like bars came back into effect, and time signatures and um, keys and so on. But it was very much picking it up as I went along. So I, I think I've been improving a little bit over the years. I've been at it 13 years, give or take, now. Um, it's something, as I say, which, which is very, very deep in me. The, I believe very strongly that uh, a life without music is a life without joy and a life without hope. Show me what you can do. Right. Um, I'm afraid I have nothing original to play. I'll just have to go through the, the motions with, um, I don't know, I think maybe a little bit of Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. 
So, back to the dining hall. In between all the auditions, sorry, back to the concert hall. It's still day three and auditions continue, but what about the sound? It's mingy sound. Those in the know know that everything in Lebanon is the real thing. All the famous brand names. But then there is the mingy version. Or indeed the mingy mingy version. Or the mingy 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 version. When all the labels fall off. Our hired sound is definitely mingy. But just mingy one. My heart vaguely sank when I saw the mixer being sprayed with WD-40. But everyone is very keen. Did you hire this? Yeah, yeah. How much did it cost? $200. For how long? Now it's Friday, Friday, Saturday. And is it very mingy or is it okay? It's a, it's a good desk itself, I think, but the, the, it's just, the it's buttons are dodgy, you know? The, that's not a good desk if the buttons are dodgy. It's condemned. Get the stereo. Cover that with a stick of plaster yeah. or something. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. all we need. And, she, and yeah. shout a lot. Yeah. Close your eyes and go. Who's, who's going to work the desk? Uh, Are uh, you? Fella from A Company, O'Brien. He does a uh, DJ at home, you know, so he's used to oh, the desk. Good. He'd have more of an idea than any of the other lads. So, right. okay. might as well throw him in the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't even seen it yet. <laughs> one, two, one. Okay, John. In travel in a ship from afar, light years and time since his mission. Well, my name is Sonia Sullivan. I was born in Cork. Well, from an early age, I was involved with dancing groups out at home in Cork. I was also a majorette for 13 years, so I think that's where the, the dancing came from. I studied dancing with the Montfords, studied modern tap. I really enjoy any kind of dancing, maybe Charleston, anything at all. With the major rec group, I did a lot of, um, really, basically a lot of dancing. We, we took part in, in world championships, you know, outside Ireland, in the Isle of Man, where they held the world championships every year. I was with the Farn Remade rec group, and we were actually the first group to win a world championship, which was in 1982. So that's, that's something to be proud of. Well, my dad is in the army. Sergeant Major Walter Sullivan retired. He's, he was in the army for 30, 43 years. So I think it goes back to being a little bit my daddy's little girl. So I always wanted to do what he did. So luckily, it came up at the right time. I applied and I'm six and a half years now in the army. Um, my dad... Um, well, he was a piper for 35 years in the army. So I think my music comes from there. My mother says it definitely doesn't come from her side. But other than that, it's, it's myself and my dad. We're the two musicians. And my dad's brother is also uh, involved with um, music groups. When, when I go out on stage, I really feel alive. and It's just, it's, it's just quite different from from any other feeling that I have it's a fabulous experience I know when I come off stage I'm on a high you know I just have this feeling of hyperness you know because I, I do love it I love it very much 
Off to hear why some more want to take part and hear them persuade the producer they were really good. So off to Alutan, another nearby outpost, to meet boxer Michael Carruth's brother, Fergal. Hello, Teresa. My name is Fergal Carruth. I'm 24. I'm from Dublin. Uh, I come from Green Hills in Dublin. Um, and coming from a large family, it helped me to adapt to army life very easily with a lot, a lot of people in confined spaces. I was used to it, so it wasn't too hard to adapt to. Also, I had the knowledge for, from my brother, Michael, of what the, what the army was going to be like, so coming into the army wasn't too much of a culture shock for me. And coming over here, well, it's, it's harder than being at home. At least at half four, you can clock off and go off home and do your own thing. Here, you're always with each other. But... Uh, it's a good bunch of lads, so it's, it's good fun as well. My mum and dad had a huge influence on my life. From my dad, I learned how, well, basically I learned a lot about life, but I also learned how to box. And more, more so with my dad, I learned a lot how to work hard as well. My dad uh, supported a family of ten on his own, so he, if you know, he wouldn't be the, the type to run away from work, he's a very hard worker. Um, from my mum, I suppose I learned the nicer things in life, maybe. The, she, she always instilled a lot of discipline, in a nice way, you know, discipline into our children, made sure we were always mannerly and well turned out. Um, so I'd say they're the basic two things that you'd learn from your parents, I've learned from my parents. Discipline, courteous, courteousness from my father, and uh, maybe the, the nicer things in life from my mum. Growing up, if there was a choir in school or anything, I was always put forward for it. Never, never by choice, I'd always just be put forward for it. I'm not really intimidated about getting up on a stage because growing up, you learn a lot of confidence as I said, from from being in a big family, but you also learn it from uh, boxing as well. A lot of the, you're the only person in the ring, you always get in on your own. So you have to have the confidence to do that yourself. I'd, I'd say deep down, everybody enjoys performing. Maybe they don't like what they actually did in the end. Maybe some people would like to be better than what they were or whatever, but uh, I'd say everybody enjoys performing. I do get nervous, everybody gets nervous, and I probably will get a few butterflies in my stomach before getting up, but uh, I'll get over it, no problem. Well, can you let me hear what you can do? <laughs> okay, yeah. Right. Well, there's four that share the room, and we work hard for the crack. And getting up late on Sundays, I never get to my house. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you. Tracy. Well, there's four that share the room and we work hard for the crack. And getting up late on Sundays, I never get to mass. It's a long, long way from Clare It's a long, long way from Clare
So for his treble, where am I gonna? I have this is his base. Keep everything zero, zero. Yeah. yeah. Unless, unless you really feel that it's very good or something. And another check at the concert hall. Oh, sorry, the canteen or the men's dining hall. Well, it does seem extremely busy and great work still going on at the sound desk. Again, Listen to what he's singing there. Ah, oh, we still haven't got a stage. There's always tomorrow, the day of the concert. Is it a raised stage, someone asks? Well, there's lots of talk about what we'll do tomorrow. We haven't as yet heard or seen all of the performers, including the Fijians and the Ghanaians. Now, the hall has been cleared just for the moment, and we may be able to rehearse the pipe band. Um, my name is Michael Kinsler. I'm from Ballybritis, Port Leash, County Leash. Um, I... Started playing music from the time I went to national school. I started off playing the tin whistle, and uh, I play the tin whistle, the mouth organ, the spoons, the accordion, bagpipes, and a bit of keyboards. Um, well, I prefer the accordion really. Uh, I love music. It's a great way of passing time, and it, uh, it makes me it makes me happy anyway. I like I like the music, and I like playing at home. And, playing out here or whatever I get a great kick out of it really you know um, I started playing the pipes in uh, Dublin about six years ago and I passed the pipers course and then I joined the Turbulhain pipe band and uh, I played at home with them the whole time uh, the pipers course was uh, it's a six month course really we done in Dublin you started off playing the chanter you started off from the beginning really with the scale and what have you in different notes and uh, then you go, you go on to the pipes itself after about two months on the chanter and you start off learning your tunes from there I, I love I love playing music on a stage it, it wouldn't it doesn't bother me uh, what sort of crowd is there whether there's 20 or 200 it wouldn't bother me I usually play in, in pubs at home maybe for a session or that that's it other than that I um, I wouldn't be playing other than I was out, out with the army with the pipe band as I said or whatever I love it. It puts me in good humour. When I when I'm in, if I was in bad humour, I'd, I'd go along and I'd take out my accordion and or my mouth organ or whatever, and it just it feels to put me in good humour. So, will you play something something for me? I will certainly. Yeah, I'll play a tune on the on the harmonica for you. Thank you. 
Loads of planks of wood have arrived, and eager beaver soldiers and hammers and nails. God, how do we rehearse with all that hammering? Well, of course, it isn't every day that soldiers are asked to make a stage for a concert. And of course, in between all the work, soldiers have to be fed, and the tables have to be set. And of course, there's that saying about a soldier's stomach. The Fijians have arrived, all 40 of them, and they've come by Sisu, an armoured patrol carrier, because it's now dark. In Lebanon, all soldiers after dark must travel by Sisu. Where to put the visitors? Uh, the bunker was suggested, so I set off to hear them. Here I'm just about to get into the bunker now. <laughs> Christmas Eve because I will be doing this as well in a program after Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. That's not Christmas. Yes. <laughs> 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 
still need to find our MC for the night. My name is uh, Captain Sean Dunn. I'm the transport officer here in the battalion. I was born in Cork, Tressa, and uh, went, did all my schooling in, in Cork. Uh, did my leaving cert in Cree-Nefe in Carrigan-Navarra, County Cork. Joined the army then in 1984. Served principally in the Corps up till about 1993 when I went back to Cork then, and I'm living in Cork, Cork City now. I did consider other careers all right. Um, I was actually in university in UCC for about a month before I got the call. But I always had an interest in the army because uh, both my father and my uncles and I was from a sort of a military background, I suppose you could say. It was in the blood, so to speak. <laughs> my father and mother were both involved in music and both very good singers in their own right. And uh, we were always singing and there was always music in the house at home. And uh, I was involved in various musical sort of productions and that type of thing in school and that and when I was in the Corps we were involved in various musicals and that and uh, and any time we go overseas there's always some sort of singing or play acting or whatever going on and it gives me a good feeling yeah and uh, especially when you get a bit of a reaction from an audience it's good fun and when you get a lot of people involved singing as well it's, it can be good fun good crack especially in a situation like we are out here now you know it's, it's good I suppose it's a good morale booster so to speak well, I mean, it makes everybody feel sort of happy, you know, when you have a crowd of fellas all there singing and shouting and enjoying themselves, you know, they're happy and I suppose it takes their minds off more mundane things. Over the past couple of weeks now, I've been going around to the various companies and they've been having various uh, talent contests and shows, etc. in the various companies and uh, I was fortunate enough to be asked to be on the judging panels in each case and... Uh, it's good fun going around to the companies, going getting out to the various locations and seeing the talent that's out there and seeing the lads singing. Um, you can, sometimes you'll find that different companies sort of seem to specialise in different things, you know. Uh, but and it's great to get around and just to see them all singing and enjoying themselves. And it has its rewards being a judge as well on these judging panels. There's a lot of bribes involved, you know. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, well, we won't go into that. No, there's no, no no monetary bribes, but there's always a... Well, let's say you never have to put your hand in your pocket when you're out there. Anyway. I see. 
I think there is a lot of talent in the army, but uh, a lot of it, I think, is hidden or latent, you know. Uh, fellas are sometimes a bit shy about it and shy to show their talents and that. So, um, but you find, especially when you go overseas, that there is a lot of talent out there and often fellas who can be very quiet at home suddenly turn out to be great performers overseas or when they're away from home, maybe that's not such a good thing, but that's often the case anyway. Is that amazing? It's strange, all right, I suppose, yeah. But uh, that's the way it goes. I always suppose overseas service has a strange effect on people, you know. <laughs> so, um, is there much talent for this concert? There is a good bit of talent out there, all right, yeah. There, there's a lot of talent out there, all right, yeah. A lot, lot of very fine singers and musicians out there in the various company locations. And, and we're fortunate enough to, and to be getting some um, of our Ghanaian colleagues and Fijian colleagues involved as well. And the Fijians are very fine singers, very fine uh, singers uh, in, in choir-type situations. And the Ghanaians have quite a good sort of a dance band with them as well. So hopefully they'll be good on the night. And now just to introduce a bit of international flavour into our concert here tonight. Our neighbours here in Ganba, all the way from Ghana, West Africa. Please welcome Winston Fox. And it's just before the concert. The mess has to be cleared, all the tables taken away, the water coolers removed, fridges to be unplugged, fellows arrive with contributions for the stage, some sheets to be used as background, some Christmas paper used as decorations, chairs brought in from everywhere for the troops, and every decent armchair in the entire camp commandeered for the visiting VIPs in the front row. In the centre, the OC, and each side of him, the OCs of the Fijians, and the Ghanaians. And so, it's time to begin. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our Christmas concert from Camp Shamrock, Timnin, South Lebanon. Yeah. 